Welcome to Get You Fit Radio, the radio show that keeps you fit and healthy and helps you lead a fabulous lifestyle. Do you love to cook or do you just love to eat? Well, if you love to eat, you're in good company. And I'm so glad that you're joining me today because I'm going to talk about how I could help you prepare your meals so that you don't have to be as frazzled in the kitchen. Getting frustrated when you run out of time uh, in trying to prepare your meals is when people end up picking up the phone and ordering out. And certainly now that we have all of these amazing services that bring the food to us, it makes it that much easier because at our fingertips, we can literally have any restaurant deliver food right to our doorsteps. Um, But but we have to realize that cooking does not need to be as difficult as we think it is. Don't get frustrated. Spending hours in the kitchen is not something that you necessarily have to do. We have to reset our brains in in thinking and, and get ourselves to see that meal prepping does not need to be an all-day extravaganza. Um, as a nutritional coach, this is the number one thing that I hear from people, and that is I need help with food prep, or I just don't like to cook. Well, usually if someone doesn't like to cook, it's because they don't know how to cook or they don't have the resources to know how to cook. And believe me, cooking was not something that I liked to do until I figured it out. And now I really do love cooking. It's crazy. I I, I can't explain enough how much it, it helps me relax. And I find a joy in cooking and seeing the finished product. Um, unfortunately, when I tell people this, they look at me like I'm crazy. And it is not until you get a grasp of this and realize how easy it can be. Um, Unfortunately, much like you, um, I don't have two hours a night to spend on prepping dinner. Um, I wish I did, but um, it's just not reality. Um, While cooking has has not always been a fun hobby for me, um, there are many days where I just look at look at the dinner table and go, nope, it's just not going to happen today. And my knee-jerk reaction is to pick up the phone and call somebody to help me. But for every single time that I have done that, my experience has been negative. So so today's show is going to be, how can I meal prep for success? Um, Shortcuts that can help you in the kitchen. Um, Things don't always have to be homemade. Um, and I, I'm going to kind of point out some things that you can buy at the grocery store that are nutritionally uh, appropriate while also delicious. So are you looking for some meal prep shortcuts to ease your way? All right. So for some time now, 
we have had the um, quick fixes where we go to the grocery store and we buy things that are ready prepared. Um, on some of my earlier shows, I've discussed how you can get yourself into trouble when you are in the middle of the grocery store because of all of the processed things and all of the items that are high in preservatives. Well, don't steer away from the middle of the grocery store because there are a lot of valuable items in there that you can get and and stack up on your shelves and in your pantries that can help. Um, At the grocery store, in the grocery store, frozen vegetables are a must. If you stockpile your freezer with frozen broccoli, frozen corn, any type of frozen vegetable that your kids and your families will love, and you have those in the freezer, that is one staple that will always help you with the meal prepping. Um, Another idea for having on your shelves is dried beans. Now, if you're not a bean lover, you can kind of just skip this part of my speech, but I do encourage people to kind of explore uh, on the bean section because beans are so nutritionally dense. They provide the good carbohydrates that our bodies need for energy. They also have protein and they have fiber. They're so inexpensive and they are very, 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 very versatile. So get yourself some beans, stock those on your shelves as well. Um, Both items that I just discussed are preservative free. But just to be sure, check the labels and make sure that you're not getting something that is loaded with uh, sodium as as something that maybe you are not paying attention to. Um, Going through the uh, frozen meat section, if you always have a couple packages of frozen chicken, frozen beef, maybe some pork, some of your favorite items on hand in the freezer, that is going to help you have one step ahead by having them at least in your house. Um, Before we talk about prepping, we have to talk about shopping. So you obviously can't do any of this cooking if you haven't prepared and purchased these items in advance. So, so far we have talked about the frozen section, we've talked about having your meats, and we've even talked about having some of the uh, beans and and dried packaged goods ready to go so that you are rocking and rolling for the meal prep. Okay, so those of you that are sitting there nodding your heads right now going, but I don't have time to go grocery shopping. Well, lucky for you, the big new craze is all of these grocery stores that will deliver to your home. So look that up and uh, take advantage of that as well. If it is not available in your area, most grocery stores do have pickup where you can order online and just pull right up to the front of the store and somebody will bring it out to you. If you have not taken advantage of this service, I am here to tell you it is amazing. Um, I was first introduced to it last year uh, and I I had my doubts because I thought, well, gosh, you know, how do I communicate this with, with this this app. I mean, I, I like my, my avocados a certain way. And, you know, what if the person shopping for me doesn't know that I don't like my tomatoes to be smushy? Well, you can specify these things uh, when you're ordering. And the person that's shopping for you is a real life person. And they typically will text you while they're shopping and make comments. For example, um, if the avocados are all really, really firm, I've gotten texts from the shopper asking me, if I still want them because perhaps they're 
really hard and maybe I don't want them. I've even had the shopper text me questions such as um, the uh, tomatoes are buy three, get four free or whatever. Or do you want that extra one, which is really, really helpful. Um, so take advantage of that. Give it a try. It's going to help you a lot. Okay, so those are my tips for stocking the shelves. All right, so now that you have all these, these things on your, on your shelves and in your pantry, what do you do with them? All right, well, my best friend in the kitchen is the Instapot or the Crock-Pot or the air fryer. Um, I laugh because we just moved into this new house and I have this amazing gourmet kitchen with just these state-of-the-art appliances. And what do I use? I use my Instapot (laughs) and I use my air fryer. So pretty much I could have just gotten away with camping and and having just these two appliances because honestly, um, you can't beat the convenience and you can't beat the ease of having these appliances. And if you don't have an Instapot, which is a high-pressure cooker, you can use a regular old crock pot. So my suggestion for this is get yourself online, look up crock pot recipes. And, and I have a ton of them available on my website, www.getyoufitfitnessandnutrition.com. I'm always blogging these fast fabulous, quick, easy recipes. I just posted a live video of me cooking beef stew yesterday, uh, and I did it in eight minutes. Um, So I had the beef in the freezer, I had the vegetables ready to go, and I threw everything in the crock pot in eight minutes, and when I got home last night, it was all ready to go. And you cannot beat that. So it's a matter of getting yourself prepared and having yourself ready. So, so crock pots and Instapots are very, very in right now. And not only do they cut down on your cooking time, but they are also very, very affordable in cooking large quantities of food at once. So, so I realize it might take up a lot of space in your kitchen, and some of you might not have large families like I do. But the brilliant thing about this is a lot of the recipes that you can make, you can make in advance, and you could freeze. So my example, and, and I hope you're listening because this is one of my favorites. If you want to make a lot of chicken, take several chicken breasts, eight chicken breasts, nine chicken breasts. If you put them all in the crock pot at once, open up one can of chili. I'm sorry, uh, salsa. I suppose you could use chili. Um, you can use salsa of your choice. You can use the green verde kind. You could use chunky. You could use whatever kind of salsa you want. Open that up, throw that in there, close the lid, walk away. And when you come back in six hours, you could shred it, and now you have cooked chicken for the week. Um, What is amazing now also is a lot of the stores have these little uh, to-go containers that you see at restaurants. Break up the chicken into portions, put them in the freezer, and now you have these ready-to-go, portioned-out chicken pieces for you to make your meals. Or you can just keep all of that chicken in the refrigerator, and each day you can create different meals with just the chicken. So hypothetically, you have this massive bowl of chicken in your refrigerator. Monday, you come home, you break out some tortillas and you serve it with some refried beans and some cheese. And now you have 
a burrito night. And on Tuesday, perhaps, you might uh, take some of the frozen broccoli that you purchased and thaw it out. Maybe put it in your air fryer. If you don't have an air fryer, you can just go the old-fashioned way and put it in your oven (laughs) and uh, roast it. Uh, You have your chicken already made, and you might take a potato and um, cook that up. Now you have chicken, broccoli, and a potato. All of your food groups are represented right there. Now it's Wednesday, you might be chickened out. So on Wednesday, perhaps you're not going to do chicken, but you're going to go in your pantry and you're going to pull out those beans that I told you to have on hand. You could take those beans and put those in the crock pot with a can of tomato paste and throw that all together with some spices, maybe throw in some ground beef. And guess what? If you have an Instapot, put that on 25 minutes. And before you know it, you have a chili-type stew that your family will just love. So not only do you have a lot of choices, but you can start getting really, really creative. Um, your family will love this. Um, and the, thing, the nice thing is slow cookers and crock pots come in a variety of sizes. Um, mine is a uh, eight-quart because I have a large family, but you can also get smaller ones that uh, might suit your family, and then you won't have leftovers. All right, so if you are just joining us, you are listening to Huntley Community Radio, W-H-R-U-L-P, and we are talking about how to successfully prep food so that you are not frazzled when it comes to dinner time. So, Those of you are listening might be thinking, well, this will never work for my family because my family, we have such picky eaters and it it, it just won't work because I have my son that won't eat broccoli and I have my daughter that won't eat chicken. And how am I supposed to make this work? That is something that you are going to have to sit down and work out with your family and make a plan. So that is my next strategy. I recently purchased on Amazon, and this is not something you have to buy, something that you could just make, a Monday through Sunday meal schedule. Um, Take a sheet of paper and just draw out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, Plan with your family what meals you would like to eat for the week. Um, It is a little difficult sometimes because your kids will look at you with blank faces and they'll say, pizza, pizza. And then they'll say chicken fingers, and then they might say Taco Bell. (laughs) So that's where you have to wipe that clean. And if they say pizza, you can say, all right, well, let's, let's make a homemade pizza. And if they say Taco Bell, you can say, well, let's do a Taco Tuesday. And the more that you pull together as a family and you start making your own meals, these will become, these will become your new favorites. Um, If you keep these sheets, which is my next tip, uh, you can refer back to them. So in a few weeks out, when your family stares at you and says pizza, chicken fingers, spaghetti, you can pull out some of the old sheets and it will kind of revive some of your old recipes that you might have forgotten about that you can put back on the menu and... um, make it easier for your food prepping. It's all about the planning. So some additional tips that might help you with food prepping. One, you want to invest in the right containers. 
If you're prepping for the week and you're making meals for you, your spouse, or your kids to take to work, having them in the right containers is essential. Um, There are all different types out there, but if I were you and you're going to make a commitment to this, I would purchase something that's going to last. Um, Using Ziploc bags is not ideal. Um, You'll be going through them. It's not very environmentally safe. But if you were to go out and buy uniformed containers that aren't going to create havoc in your Tupperware drawer that all fit together, um, and certainly ones that you can label, that will help. Uh, Sometimes when you freeze these containers, they get sort of foggy and you can't tell what's in them. Um, That ends up becoming a nightmare for people, and they end up not eating the food that they have prepared and froze. Uh, so I would recommend that you use some tape and label what is inside. Next, double up on your recipes. If you're going to go through the trouble of making an enchilada dish, make two. So when you're out grocery shopping or if you're going to online grocery shop, double up the ingredients. It will take you no extra time to make a second casserole of whatever you're making, whether it's lasagna, whether it's an enchilada dish, whether it is any of your family favorites, make a second one and put it in the freezer. Believe me, this will come in so handy on those days where you have completely forgotten that your family needs to eat. And believe me, that happens all the time. Make sure your lids match. That is my next one. Uh, I have had many times where I've gone through my Tupperware drawer and have literally thrown a fit and have decided to just not even package anything up because I can't find matching lids. So if you're going to do this, it's January. And if you've been out to any stores at all, Uh, The first thing you see when you walk in next to all the fitness equipment and vitamins are organizational bins. Um, Get yourself some new Tupperwares. Get yourself some new Pyrexes. I do recommend the glass ones. Um, They are microwave safe. They are freezer safe. And make sure the lids match. If you invest initially in getting something that is durable, Pyrex, for example, you can later replace the lids because after a while the lids do break down and the bottom part, which is the glass, uh, should last you forever. Um, And they are pretty safe as far as even dropping them. They they usually typically uh, don't break. All right, my next big tip is nail down a system for collecting new recipes. Uh, My biggest, biggest, biggest pet peeve is people that just don't have any idea of, of where to get these recipes. And there's recipes everywhere. Um, but I'm commonly asked and told that, that I, I, they just don't have any clue as where to come up with cooking ideas. Pick up your phone, pick up your laptop, your computer, Google easy, healthy dinner recipes. You will not believe what comes up. If you put in the words easy and healthy, Uh, you will be showered with recipes. If you put an easy dinner, healthy cooking, crock pot, then those are all going to come up. And and you can tailor make these to match your family's needs. Um, Screenshot them on your phone. Print them. 
uh, create an album separately on your on your phone or on your laptop of just these recipes because then you can refer back to them and uh, create a cookbook if you want. But the age of technology now, we have all of these things on our devices. Do what works for you. My next piece of advice, and this is a great one and it's super inexpensive and I'm, I'm crazy about this in the kitchen and I want you to be too. So number six, go crazy with spices. Spices are amazing and they're inexpensive and they're fun and you could literally take one recipe and, and remake it, revamp it, give it a complete different look different flair by changing the spices. So my beef stew, and again, I just blogged about it uh, this morning, in fact, was just a regular beef stew recipe. You had your beef, you had your potatoes, you had your carrots, your potatoes, tomato base. I could take that same recipe and I could add Mexican spices to it. and It's going to have a Mexican flair. I could add cumin and, and coriander and 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 all different types of spices and give it an Indian flair. I could add basil to it and give it an Italian flair. There's so many things that you can do with spices. So experiment with them. But one thing I do want to caution you on is when you buy these spices, please look at the sodium levels because sodium levels on spices can be very deadly. So if you're picking up garlic salt, put it back, pick up garlic powder. If you're picking up minced onions, look at the sodium level on those minced onions. And if you see numbers that are astronomically high, and in my opinion, anything over two or 300 per teaspoon is really, really high because you're going to put a lot of this in your crock pot or your meal, put it back and look for something that is lower in sodium. You don't need all that salt. Um, you'll be amazed at how much flavor uh, comes out of just the natural ingredients. So go crazy with the spices. Um, number seven, and this is a big one, make a detailed shopping list. Uh, I'm flabbergasted how, at how anybody can go grocery shopping without a shopping list. I make a shopping list. I always have. I make it on my phone now. Um, and every time I think of an item, I just add it to my list. Uh, funny story, once I my phone died and I was at Walmart and I had no way of seeing what my list was. I was completely frazzled. I don't even know how anybody would even start to go shopping without a list. I mean, I made the list. I had some idea of what I needed, but I just felt like I was spiraling around in circles, blindfolded, trying to pin the tail on the donkey. I just couldn't do it. Um, you end up overspending, you end up overbuying, and then you end up forgetting half of what you actually need. So make a detailed list. And if you're going to do it on your phone, um, you can actually set your phone up to keep the staple items on there. So for example, the things that you are always going to buy, um, keep those on there. Chicken, eggs, bread. You don't have to delete those. Those can stay on there every single week. And uh, that way you're not having to rewrite it every single time. And my last one that I think is really, really important is make your kitchen a meal prepping machine. And that's really what my, my, 
my kitchen is. Don't look at it as this beautiful kitchen. And of course, we all love our kitchens. Kitchens are a showroom. I mean, you buy a house and, and you go to someone's house and you look at their kitchen and it's just this beautiful showroom. But make it convenient for you to meal prep. Um, you might need to reorganize some of your, your drawers. You might want to move around your your spices. I have my spice cabinet right next to my stove. I don't want to run to my pantry, which is across the kitchen, every time I want to go get a spice. I have it right next to my sp- stove. I have my knives right next to the cutting board. You want it to be quick so that you are able to maneuver around and get the job done as fast as you can. Um, if you need to take some of the appliances out of your kitchen that you're not going to use, um, take those out. Uh, there's no reason to have a toaster out if you are really never toasting anything. Um, clear out your, your cabinets of things that you aren't using and replace them with things that you are using. Um, get an apron. I love my apron. Um, I'm a messy cook. Uh, because I'm fast and I'm efficient. I have to be fast. I have an apron because I, like I said, I make a mess. Um, If you watch any of my videos, you'll see me with my apron. And I really do wipe my hands on my apron when I'm in this mad tornado of a rush to cook. But the, the point is, get it done, get it fast, get it over with, and put the meal on the table for your family. And the best part is, And I just had this happen yesterday. Yesterday, I made Greek chicken for my family. And it was a a frazzling morning for me. And I got it done. And I got home yesterday from work. And it was finished. I didn't have to worry about it. And every single person in my family thanked me and said, Mom, that was so good. Because you know what? It was so good. And it actually tasted better because it was cooked in the morning. And it was kind of marinating and all the juices all day long. And there's nothing more satisfying than coming home and having a home-cooked meal and having your family thank you for it and knowing that it didn't cost you a lot of money and it was healthy and satisfying. So I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you get out there, make your lists, make your strategies, and make your family happy. Enjoy your day. Thank you.